everyone, welcome back to the I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now podcast, where we tell true stories of survivors of true crime, natural disasters, and everything else in between. How's it going, Michelle? It's going good. Good. It's going good. Yeah. It's a little cooler out. Yes. Fall is... Around the pretty, corner. I know. Pretty well here. Yeah. The leaves are going to be turning. We're drinking kind of a fall drink. Yeah. So we're enjoying it. It's good. This drink was actually uh, a suggestion from one of our listeners. Her name is Ashley, so thank you. There's no name to this drink. Um, yeah, shoot. What should we name it? It's like, it needs like a manly name, I feel like. Maybe. No. Mm. It might be sexist for no reason. Maybe. Thanks, Caitlin. <laughs> it's true, though. It's like, you want to drink this drink while you're playing poker. It's like yeah. a sipper, but it's... What's in it, Michelle? Okay. It is Hennessy and apple juice. Boom. So, um, really easy. I... Put like I don't know, probably a shot of Hennessy in the yeah. glass over ice, and then just filled the glass up with apple juice. We hope that's how you make it. Yeah, we hated it at first. Like it was... the first couple sips were like, "This is hella whiskey." Yeah, and now I love it. And yeah, <laughs> like I've been enjoying it. Yeah, it's like a it's a less sweeter apple juice, and yeah, it's, I don't know. Yeah, it it did. Uh, it took me a second, but after drinking it more, it's like yeah, this. This is good. I feel it's like good. I need to be in my library with my smoking jacket on. Right. And, you know, just having little sips. The ice does a lot of tingling. Mm. It's, you know, it feels like a very masculine drink. Okay. Is that off that energy? It's probably just the cognac, the Hennessy. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway. And it's a brown drink, so it's not like... I don't know. Pretty. Yeah. The flavor, I was, like I said, I'm a little nervous around whiskey or anything like that, but it actually has a good flavor profile. So uh, the apple juice with a tiny bit of sweetness, but then it has the flavor of the Hennessy, which not bad. I know. I'm enjoying it. I, uh, like I said, I was like... I'm not yeah, sure, but yeah. we've been surprised before. Like yeah. that vanilla Coke and spice rum. Yeah. To this day, I'm shocked at how delicious <laughs> right. that was. It's just so crazy how something, like two ingredients, delicious. Know, That's all boom. you need. You got That's yourself a cocktail, you you're halfway to being drunk. So thank you, Ashley, for this. Uh, well, she said this is her go-to, so. Oh, well, well done. Yeah, well done indeed. Mm-mm-mm. All right. So my story is about uh, Briley J. Reynolds. Um, so this is a little bit of a sad story. You said, yeah, guys, yeah. Well, is that like too much of a spoiler alert? No, it's just, just grab your drinks, guys. Okay, okay, uh, okay. All right. (laughs) Is that okay? (laughs) The first sentence is gonna make you sad. Oh God, I'm gonna put my fucking drink down now. Because six years old. Oh yeah, (laughs) this is gonna make me sad. I can tell already. Uh, Okay. I'm emotionally pretty vulnerable right now, Caitlin, and have been crying a lot. Why? I don't know. I think it's just a lot You're of moving. change. Yeah I'm, yeah. I'm going out of town for several months. Everything's going to be different, and I'm not going to see all my friends. I'm not going to see you all the time. Mm. I'll have to drink with you remotely. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, as I said, so, yeah, yeah, prepare for waterworks. All right. And our little six-year-old. <laughs> So she's attending the Greene County Fair with her family in Tennessee, August eighth of two thousand sixteen. Okay. So uh, Briley, I'm already I'm like just overly nervous about this. I already know it's going to be kind of sad. So now I'm just like preparing. Yeah, I'm, sorry. I'm sweating a little bit. <laughs> so okay. Briley, along with her sister Kayla, who's ten, and they were accompanied by a sixteen year old girl to ride the Ferris wheel. Okay. Sounds like they're having living their best lives, yeah. probably. 
As the girls were riding, something seemed a little off. So as you know, Ferris wheels, they have like that, like the overhead, like umbrella type thing. And then a little, they call it a little gondola that you sit in. Okay. Well, this gondola started to tilt. Oh my God. Am I never going to be able to go to the fair again, Caitlin? Yes. Yeah, that's Uh, correct. God damn it. Okay. So the girl, the girls were, of course, terrified and were trying to hold on whatever they could, but there's nothing in there (sighs) to hang on to. The, the girl's parents saw what was happening and ran to the operator, yelling at him to stop the ride. This gondola had worn rivets, which allowed the gondola to move and actually got caught on another one, which was helping it tilt more oh, and even more. more? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Like, coming up from the bottom? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my oh, gosh. So, it finally tipped all the way, dropping the three girls more than 35 feet to the ground. Oh, God terrible that that's a long ways yeah. too oh my gosh so briley actually smacked the top of another gondola on the way down and then hit the ground oh, poor thing. i know so when briley hit the ground she was instantly unconscious oh. got knocked out all three girls were rushed to the hospital briley and the 16 year old were actually airlifted and briley was incubated um, right there on the scene oh gosh so, Kayla, she went to the hospital in an ambulance. She wasn't airlifted, but she did suffer from a broken arm and had a broken tooth. This is the... The 10-year-old sister. Okay, yeah. Okay. But was able to be discharged within a within that same day. Week, oh, okay. Not day, sorry. That same week. So, it was oh, a few so days. Oh, so she had a couple days in the hospital. They were just, yeah, checking wow. her out. Okay. So, the 16-year-old, she was in serious condition, but by the next day... Uh, she was in a stable condition. There's not much more about... They want more privacy for the 16-year-old, which is fair. Uh, but poor Briley suffered a concussion and actually had a small brain bleed. Oh, I know. Briley was sedated and placed on a ventilator for four days. I have to say, I never understood how toxic blood is to the brain. Right. Until that hearing, I or the, the trial. I was a jury for oh, a juror. I right, guess right. for. And it's wildly bad for your brain to get know, blood some, in there. Something to keep you alive can kill you if it gets to the wrong place. Like, it's wild. It is wild. So, oh, my gosh. But now Briley actually develops pneumonia as oh. well. <laughs> <laughs> Riley's mother states, she is amazing. She is such a fighter. We have a long way to go, but we're going to celebrate each and every moment. Oh, gosh. Kayla, even though she was discharged from the hospital, insisted on spending the night in her sister's room. Are you kidding me right no. now? <laughs> I just got goosebumps. I know, right? <laughs> Riley is now awake after the four days, and she is starting to show improvement. That's good. Which, I know, right? I know. I've got, like, fucking tears, oh, like, no. on the verge. Oh, it was the sister. The oh. sister love just... Well, here we go. Oh, Kayla God. plays with her sister and tries to make her laugh, making her feel better in the oh. hospital. So she's now off the ventilator and is oh. able to breathe on her own. It well is done. difficult, but she's there. Oh. But unfortunately, she will have to suffer from seizures from now oh, on. From the brain bleed, yeah. probably, mm-hmm. or something. The- 
concussion. Riley still has a lot of recovery to happen. And also, it took her a while to talk again. Her mother hoped that she wouldn't remember what happened, but of course she does remember oh, what happened. So I think thing. just the trauma of also having ventilator down her throat. I mean, or having a vent- being on a ventilator. Yeah, having all the tubes down your throat. Mm-hmm. Oh, poor so thing. She wasn't herself. But give her time. Give her time. That's right. After nine days in the hospital, she was able to go home. Oh, yay. I know. She still had a lot of uh, physical therapy, occupational therapy, neurology, and speech therapy speech therapy appointments to go to. Mm. So it's going to be a continuous battle. Yeah. But Riley has been fighting. And actually, she loves to dance. So she's been oh. trying to dance. <laughs> Even more, god damn it, Caitlin. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so even though she felt weak, she kept trying to dance because that's what she loved to do. Can you imagine Over. a little six-year-old just trying to dance? Yes, I uh, can't imagine that exactly. I know. Now I just want to uh, hug her and I know. hold her close. And she's like, bitch, get away from me. I just <laughs> want to dance. The ride was operated by Georgia-based company called Family Attractions Amusement. This company was actually involved in another high-profile carnival accident three years ago in North Carolina. That's super scary. Right? This is where five people were injured when a ride called the Vortex unexpectedly restarted as people were trying to get off, which made them fleeing up in the air and down to the steel deck below. Ugh. There was no deaths. No, that's good. Um, investigators determined that the safety mechanism had been disabled by the ride operator. And the operator was the company's owner's son. Hmm. Interesting, right? So the son was actually charged with assault with a deadly weapon and had to uh, serve a month in jail and pay $22,500. As that a, seems fine. pretty not well, steep. It, well, it was 15 months in jail, but it was, I don't know, it was lower down to a month. I don't know. Yeah. So, but the family attractions received its permit to operate the Ferris wheel in Tennessee for the next three months based on a June inspection in Indiana, in Indiana. So they didn't recheck it when they arrived in Tennessee after Mm. those three months. Well, and it might have all looked good. You know, it might be hard to spot the worn spots. I mean, I hope they're easy to spot because... It's very scary. I yeah. don't know. Those rides go up and down so fast. Ugh. And Seriously. Oh, God. When I was little, though, I just remember my sister and I, like, staying awake the night before, like, we're going to the fair tomorrow Aww. and just being so excited. And, yeah. But I haven't been to the fair in probably, like, five, ten years. Oh, yeah. Something like that. I just went in, you know, this month in September. And, Where you do uh, some swinging. Huh, I was <laughs> swinging. Yeah, I was on the swing ride for sure. Um, but no, my favorite ride as a kid was called the Zipper. I don't know oh, if you remember I it. of course remember yeah, like the Zipper. Your... The last time I rode on it, we were riding it, a screw hit me in the head <laughs> as we were going. I'd be like, I'm out. Because that one goes go upside down. Yeah, it does. I didn't go on that for the first time until um, actually up here in Oregon. I oh, never yeah. went on that as a kid because it yeah. just scared me too much. And I went with a friend of mine, and it was actually super fun. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I, I love, get it. I loved it. But my friend actually told me, too, his favorite ride was a zipper, but the last time he was on it, they didn't close the door very well. Uh, and so it kind of it was, like, flapping while they were going. Okay, and fuck that. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> so, and then at the fair this year, they don't have it. So I'm guessing uh, it was retired. So. Oh, dear. So they had a five-year contract with the Green County Fair, 
uh, and the fair board decided to continue with their contract despite the incident in 2013. Mm. So they had a contract 2013 to 2017. So this happened in 2016. So oh, there was years that there was no incidents, but now there was. So you got to watch those freaking rides. I think Absolutely. that's why I like, you know, Disneyland. <laughs> you know, because those rides yeah. don't move. They're looked at all the time. Yeah. And, you know, and even those rides sometimes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I guess that's the thrill of it, though. I think that's the adrenaline rush. Yeah. But I try to find, like, an update because she'd be, you know, 12 by now. Mm. Um, but there's no update. I'm, I'm hoping that she's dancing. I'm hoping she's, she's doing She's living well. her best life. Yeah, and I'm sure they the family wants privacy as well, oh, which probably. is totally understandable. So I just hope for the best for the family and that, you know, everyone is, is happy and healthy. Oh. So. I know. It was the so sad. The sister spending the night with her. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? I know. How sweet. And how traumatizing, though. Falling from a Ferris wheel? No, thank you. I know. Oh, here, I have a picture. Oh, gosh. Of what it looked like. Oh, my God. That's so scary. I know. So they were on that one. So I don't know what happened here. So I, yes, they were completely oh, tilted down. Wow. Oh, yeah. And then they would just fall yeah. right out. Mm-hmm. So luckily, they weren't at the top. Yes. But still, thirty-five to forty That's feet enough. is is plenty. And so she hit that. She hit that, and then, oh, and then oh. just came right down. Mm-hmm. Oh, poor the baby. The Ferris wheel always kind of scares me more than the others, even though it's kind of the most innocuous ride. Mm-hmm. You just sort of riding around on mm-hmm. a wheel, but for some reason, it's like that is always in the back of my mind that mm-hmm. I could go flying off somehow. Right. And that one, that stupid one at California Adventure. Yeah, I was about you, to say that. There's no handles inside. Yeah. And Are it you, mo- yeah. And you're like sliding around. You're just trying to like grip onto the stupid chain, hoping for your life that yeah. you don't fall into the poor people in front of you. Nick, uh, Nick went on it with me, and he was not okay. He, no, it was the worst. Because <laughs> of going backwards and like, oh no. Well, if there was something to hold on to, <laughs> yeah. it would be fine. Yeah. There's not a single goddamn handle in the entire thing, so no. I just avoid that right now. That's fair. I don't. Yeah. Go on that one. No. It, yeah. It's nothing amazing. It'd it's, be. One thing, if it was like you didn't know the poor like newlyweds in front of you that are like, oh, all so scared. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. too funny. I went on that one with my mom. Oh, <laughs> I remember it quite clearly. My goodness. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's a uh, rides can be dangerous, and you know the. I mean, I feel more safe at Disney. No offense, than like a state fair, like the traveling rides. It's, it's the rides that go up and down, up and down. Right. You know, they get put together, they get yeah. taken down, put together, taken down, right. and just so quickly. Yeah. And by sometimes it feels like people who don't give a shit that much. Right. You know. Yeah. Again, no offense. Sorry, fair people. No, it's all good. <laughs> You're like, no, they're fine. They don't. They're not offended. Well, the... I talk to them. <laughs> Well, the, when we, you know, like how they have those little rides in the parking lot, like the little oh, mini fairs. Yeah, forget we, those. I went to one as a kid and we were on a little ride and uh, the ride operator recognized my dad and he called him boss, which uh, that's what the prisoners would call the guards. I was going to say, oh dear. Uh, so we, your uh, dad transport prisoners? Yeah. So we got off that ride and never, ever went back to another one again. I'm not saying I'm not saying he was a bad man. Here's my but... chance for revenge, boss. <laughs> yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. Oh, are these your cute little daughters? Yeah. yeah. 
They're effed. That sounded terrible. That did sound awful. <laughs> I meant... Uh, stop drinking that drink. A, yeah, I know. You're done. <laughs> you are done. No. Oh God, I'm uh, sorry. Things took a fucking left turn. But I mean, this story was super sad. Oh, poor girl. But I'm glad she survived. I, exactly. Exactly. So, good job. All right. Uh, all right, Michelle. I know you have a... You said... You already yes. apologized to me ahead of I, time. I kind of wanted to, like, practice a Russian accent with Joel this morning. I didn't. It's probably for the best. Um, <laughs> it's probably for the best. There is a lot of Russian names in this. Okay. Um, so I super apologize ahead of time. Uh, We're in for a good time. I'm ready. For all of us. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. So... I'm going to take us back to the 60s. Okay. And we are in the space race. Oh. So this is when the Soviet Union and the United States and maybe some other countries, I'm not fully sure, were all like trying to get to the moon first. Oh, okay. And so um, this is during that time. All right. So we are in the USSR. Okay. Um, and so this is around March 18th. So this is kind of a March 18th, 1965. Okay. Yeah, I said that correctly. I should probably stop drinking this drink. Did we get to the moon in 1969? Yes. Okay. So this is pre getting to the moon. I see, I see, I see. So well done. I'm like, I don't know. <sighs> Thank you. I always wanted to do a story on like Apollo 13. Oh, yeah. Um, because they had such a hard time getting back to Earth. I only know that date because... Uh... As a millennial, I watched Even Stevens as a kid, and they had a musical episode, which, of course, I'm a musical person. <laughs> and she's saying, she's like, we went to the moon in 1969, and 1968, but a year later. <laughs> and I memorized that song. <laughs> so thank you, Even Stevens, for teaching me that we landed on the moon in 1969. <laughs> uh, this just became my favorite episode of all time. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. I hope you can sing more excerpts from musicals from your child. <laughs> Thank you. Your, I, yeah. Uh, childhood. I will try. Again, that was the best. <laughs> oh, okay. So, here we go. Okay. We have two cosmonauts on board, and we are out in space. So, mm. I hope that is helpful. We- <laughs> You're like, nah, bitch. <laughs> All right. So, we it's Alexei... Leonov okay. and Pavel Belyayev. It sounds good to me. Fucking nailed it, is what I did. So, what their mission is, uh-huh. is to accomplish humankind's first spacewalk. Oh, okay. So, they are not going to the moon, but they're going up in space and they're going to leave their vessel and mm. kind of traverse outer space for a little while and then come back. Okay, I mean, so that's, that's an accomplishment. Alexei, hopefully I'm saying that right. Alexei, prob- yeah, that's a, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, he was the first man to do a spacewalk. Okay. Uh, so that was, that's he cool. accomplished his mission. Yeah. So what sort of the Soviet Union considered to be one of their greatest accomplishments is recording him being out on the spacewalk quickly became a disaster. Mm. So once in space, Alexei's partner, Belyayev, mm-hmm. again, Great. nailed it. He opened the outer uh, airlock on their aircraft. And so Alexei went out and he floated free for 12 minutes. Wow. Okay. And, so, and actually they have all that that was televised. Recorded yeah. And, okay. It was like a really exciting thing. And so he was on a tether that was about 16 feet long. 
Um, and so he just went out and you can actually, I watched a YouTube video that lasted about a minute and it's just, you can sort of see the moon in the background mm -hmm. and you know, it's just, he's like free floating in space pretty much. It looks terrifying to me. So while he was out there, he had actually another mission where he needed to attach a camera to the airlock and then document his spacewalk. So that's what he was going to do. So he had a camera strapped to his chest, and that's when he started to first encounter problems. So it turns out his chest-mounted camera couldn't be used because his spacesuit had started to inflate, mm. which was not normal and okay. not what he... It inflated beyond recognition, and which made it impossible to access or manipulate the camera. Ugh. And then at that point, his core body temperature jumped up 35 degrees in oh. like a half an hour. And so he was essentially on his way to heat stroke. <gasps> and which then caused him to sweat profusely. Okay, yeah. So now he's got, in later interviews, he describes it as sweat sloshing around in the inside of a suit. That so I know. Gross. Gross, gross, gross. Poor guy. Because of the vacuum of space, and I'm probably, there's probably science to all this shit. Oh, which well, yeah. I'm sure, I don't I hope know. so. And I'm not going to explain here. <laughs> um, so, however this happened, his spacesuit expanded uh -huh. and stiffened. Oh. And so it, like, the outer fabric of his suit became, like, really hard. Mm -hmm. So now he can't get back in the airlock to get him back in his oh. space vessel in the rocket. He's Oh my gosh. So, he's realizing that back at home everybody is listening, you know, and recording. And so he just keeps this all to himself. He's oh, not like, really? not hey showing guys, any I'm having major problems here, you know, what should I do? We can't people see that his suit is just I don't think so because it's like away from him so oh, like in okay, the video okay. you see a little bit of him but yeah. it's like kind of more the space yeah okay you know you're seeing a lot of the moon and stuff his plan was to slowly open one of the valves on his suit so he can release some oxygen out okay and he his hope was that it would depressurize his suit so it was thin enough that he could then squeeze through the airlock door to get mm. you know back into the rocket back into the spacecraft i guess that's a better way to put it so and actually that ended up working so he was able to sort of get the suit down enough but what he realized is that he was putting himself into big time risk because he's letting oxygen out and what if he lets too much out and now he has no oxygen to breathe and he was also putting himself at risk because the the air pressure came down so quickly that it was essentially putting him at risk for the bends Oh, like, no. as if you were coming up right. from deep ocean really, really quick. Really? And yeah, I was like, what? And apparently that's a problem that now modern astronauts can accommodate for. You know, right. probably okay. due to this poor dude's you know, what happened to yeah. him. So now they can plan for it, but he went for it anyway. And so he was able to take a little bit, he was able to open the valve, shrink his suit down enough, and then to get himself back into the spacecraft. And I guess it took quite a lot of, I mean, this was like poo in the, you know, stuck in the tree situation oh. where he just like, that sounded weird, huh? Winnie the Pooh yeah. got Are stuck you... in the tree. And, you know, they really had to like tug him. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, sorry. <laughs> well, you paused after poo and I was and like, I was like mm, that didn't sound great. 
So Alexi is able to get back into the spacecraft, but as they were preparing for re-entry into the Earth's atmosphere, mm -hmm. they ejected... I don't know. They ejected some stuff out of the airlock. I apologize. Uh -huh. And it ended up causing them to spin. Okay. And so oh they're spinning and all the while their oxygen levels are going up. And going so, up? Yeah. And okay. so what's happening is it got to the point where even a single spark would have ignited the entire thing. Because oh I guess gosh. oxygen is very flammable, flammable mm. like in such concentrations. And that would have caused just a massive explosion and it would have vaporized the entire spacecraft. Oh my gosh. So our two guys were trying to figure out everything they could to stabilize the spacecraft. And fortunately, they were eventually able to. But... They're heading into the Earth's atmosphere, and their automatic reentry system failed. And so they were, like, they had to manually try to come back to Earth by, like, firing rockets every now and again. And they wanted to try to land in some place that wasn't hugely populated. I mean, they didn't want to, like, mm -hmm. drop down right in the middle of Moscow and right. kill whoever many people. Oh, my God. And so they ended up having to um, search for solid ground in, like, the upper reaches of Siberia. Really? Yeah, so they're in... They ended up landing. They found ground. Okay. But they, as they sort of come out of their spacecraft, they realize that they are in deep woods. Snow is everywhere, and there are wolves. Oh like, my god! All over. Okay. And so, so at that point, they are stuck in snow. They, and it's like early spring, mm -hmm. which apparently is the most dangerous time to be in the woods of because course, of course. it's mating season. Oh. <laughs> okay. So they only had one pistol aboard the spacecraft in which to defend themselves against all these wolves and bears that were going to be soon coming after them. So they like, did they crash land? Like, or they, did they were able to like land Fine. I think they crash landed softly. I see. I mean, I yeah. they still crash landed out in the middle of nowhere, but they were both safe. Okay. And were not injured by the landing. Okay. So they had to, fortunately they had plenty of ammunition, uh -huh. but they just had the one pistol. So they really had to like hunker down and just sort of stay in their little spacecraft and their little vessel um, until they ended up being uh, rescued two nights later. Ooh. So they survived the freaking terrifying space and yeah. then the terrifying Siberia after that. But oh my gosh. he managed the first spacewalk. He got himself back into his vessel and then, you know, made it back home. Way to eventually. stay calm, man. I would be like, I'm having <laughs> issues, guys. Get me inside. Yeah. Something. Yeah. I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, save me. Save Just me, like guys. that. Ooh. This is why I'm not an astronaut. No, no, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. I couldn't do it. Oh I my was gosh. obsessed with that movie Space Camp. Did you ever see that movie? No. Space Camp? <sighs> yeah. It's no. all these like super smart kids. It's like a, I don't know, pseudo NASA or something. Uh -huh. They all go to Space Camp and one kid I think has a friend who's a robot. And he's like, I just want to go to space. And so... They end up doing this like simulation, uh -huh. but the robot has like helped them out and sent them into space. Whoa. So they went to space for real. All these kids. I just remember there was a girl with a perm and she was always chewing gum. I wanted to be her. 
That sounds cute. It's a good movie. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay. I'll have to, well, I don't. They had their teacher. She had to go out and do a spacewalk to get more fuel. And then it ended up sending her off into space <gasps> like a poor Alexi. Did she die? No, but close. <laughs> That sounds like an interesting movie. I it is say. actually really good. I, say. <laughs> I haven't seen it in years. Well, that's a uh, good job, Alexi. It, it seems like, though, they knew kind of the area that they landed, maybe, or? Well, he said, actually, in another article that once night came and yeah. they could hear all the cracking from, like, the snow on the trees, uh-huh. that it actually felt like home. And so they were oh. prepared for that. So it sounded like they lived probably in some maybe some more desolate areas that were very snowy and very cold. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Wolves are no joke, man. Wolves are no joke. No. Have you seen The Grey or something like that? Or Grey or... Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. That's... Oh, terrifying. It is terrifying. Uh, Well, those were sad and interesting stories. (laughs) No, I feel like... What's the connection here? There's not one. I don't Dangerous rides. Ooh! Nailed it, Caitlin. I'm reaching. This is why you're the producer. (laughs) Uh, but yeah well good job that was a that was a good story michelle uh, i like that his name's probably not alexi at all it's probably what? something completely different okay <laughs> you're done <laughs> no more hennessy for oh, you yeah. <laughs> oh goodness i feel like i could drink this like kind of all day out in the sun yeah probably be like smashed by you know by third four. morning yeah, yeah. <laughs> no it is it like i said it, it did take me a few more sips at first i was like oh no but then i was like oh, okay all right i'm down i'm down no, i'm into it yeah but uh well thank you for that we we're gonna say it a drink suggestion because she said it so uh thank you for that ashley indeed you made us a fan if you want to like send us what you call it other than apple juice and hennessy yeah whatever i post on the photo i'm sorry yeah yeah you'll come up with something good caitlin i have i feel good about it thanks <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, all right. I don't think you <laughs> do feel that thankful, frankly. I'm just thinking. I, I have no idea. Okay. I know. We'll Nothing's get to it. coming here. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will see you guys next time. All right. And it's fall. Woo! Woo! Bye. Bye. <laughs>